Welcome to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, featuring Christian entrepreneurs to inspire and empower Christian business owners to walk strongly in their faith while building a thriving business that honors Him in every way. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. And welcome to the very first episode of the Christian Entrepreneur Livestream for 2021. And yes, I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Now, let me ask you a question. Have you ever wondered whether it is possible to reach your greater and what is necessary for you to achieve your greater? Well, if you've asked yourself that question, especially for 2021, then my guest today says, Faith is the key to unlock your passion to your greater. And joining me on today's show is Dr. Derek Love. Now, he is the creator and he is the CEO of New Horizon Institute. New Horizon Institute focuses on changing educational paradigms for education entities as well as corporations through a variety of their services. Now, Dr. Love holds a doctorate in educational leadership and he has served in ministry, private, public, charter and higher education institutions as well for over 25 years. Now he is married to his amazing wife Laquisha Love and they have three beautiful children and today we are here to discuss his new book Your Greater Is Right Now and he's going to share practical tools and tips on how to move into your greater, how to overcome despite the challenges and guess what we've had many of those over 2020 haven't we as well as how faith unlocks the keys for success. So welcome to the show, Dr. Love. Hey, hey, thank you so much. I am so humbled and honored to be a part of your show today. Um, I know that it's going to be simply amazing and God is going to get the glory out of all of it. So absolutely. I'm really excited. Yeah, absolutely. And I couldn't think of a better topic to start the year off. Uh, one of the things that I know you're going to talk about is how to overcome challenges. And I'm sure each and every person who's watching, maybe listening to the live stream recording or even the audio later, has had some story to share of, of the challenges. And so look forward to, to diving into that. Tell us a little bit about the just the the book your greater is right now was there something that prompted you to create that book what was it just take us on that journey a snapshot uh before we dive into the (laughs) absolutely well i would say about three years ago i was in a space where is um kind of lost in the sauce if if i may say and i was going through a dark moment in time where i really didn't couldn't find myself um just a lack of just being me and being the, uh, the uh, just kind of being the regular guy that I am. And so I kind of went through a phase of depression and just kind of uh, pleasing other people, looking to please other people, um, couldn't find my way out. And in that piece began this new evolu- kind of evolution and uh, preparation of beginning to write this book. And at the time though, my uh, son, uh, I was my I, I was kind of depressed, and so my wife was you know she's a therapist, and so she was, she said I think you're depressed, and I was like no no not me, and you know my wife is so she's a I don't want her analyzing me as a therapist would do like I'm not your client, but what <laughs> I found out was mine um, showed itself in many different forms, and that was through my anger. And when my son said hey I can't stand to be around you, that was 
the turning point or the shifting point that launched that greater. And God began to do a new thing in me and awaken me and get a hold of me to change that behavior, change my trajectory, and then set me on a path and a course for success so that I could walk in, walk in my greater and in my mm. calling, most importantly. Mm. I love that you've shared that because mm. one of the things that we so often miss are these wonderful opportunities that come from challenges and we we've got a we we come to a crossroads, don't we, Derek? Where yeah. there is two paths that we can take, and you obviously took the path where you thought, you know what, I'm going to use this as an opportunity to learn, develop, and grow. When we know that the Lord uses circumstances to shape our character, um, you know, nurture in us a, a new belief, a new leaning into Him, and when we do that, I'm sure if you were to look back where you are now, are you able to say that even though that that moment in your time that 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 season was as you said you felt depressed Uh, you look back on it now and you can see it really was um, a space of learning development being nurtured and you probably look back and thought even though I would not want to wish that on anyone I'm glad I went through it because I would not be the man who I am today the husband the father the the best friend maybe the brother you know that I'm today (laughs) would you say that that is fair Absolutely. So I believe that every experience is a growth moment. And I think you have to capitalize on those moments to be able to grow and not to miss the growth factor in those moments. Because even in your weakest or your darkest moments, there is there is growth there. And what you grow in, in there evolves you and builds your faith, your character, who you are in Christ, your identity. It begins to solidify even more. And in that space, you learn you, most importantly, and you learn how to put the pieces and the building blocks back together again. In this book, I share my my shortcomings, my shortfalls, but also the practical tools of how to rebuild, because I think those are the critical elements needed for growth and to move to the next phase of purpose in your life. And so we don't want to neglect the shortcomings in our life because the shortcomings are ultimate blessings in the end because it's going to move you to that level of purpose. Yeah. I know we're going to dive into some of these practical tools and tips on how to move into to the greater. Before we do, uh, one of the things that I have found to be true, and I'd love to see, get your reflection on this, when you do look back over maybe some of the things in your life that may have, and I, I use the term, kind of trigger you, and it may be circumstances or situations that have you go, oh, and and, you know, and, and, and often have you, again, at crossroads, so you've got two decisions to make. You can either go one way with the Lord and or the other way and not. And so your greatest obstacles and challenges can often, I have found in my own life, the greatest learning opportunities because mm-hmm. the enemy will use that to trigger you, to keep you stuck to distract you, to discourage you. Have you found that to be true too? Absolutely. Um, In those moments, if we allow the enemy to distract us and to um, allow us to remain self-defeated, we'll never begin to move. And But I also believe, Anne-Marie, is that sometimes we gel ourselves and we gel into the mental constructs of our mind because we've been told that I can't and I cannot move. And so we get stuck in that position, in that place to where we feel like there is no hope, there is no greater, there is no ability to to move beyond the circumstance 
But I do believe this, when you allow yourself to move beyond the circumstance or the situation and to see yourself in the eyes and image of Christ, you begin to see yourself as a new creature, not the old one, but a new one, and walking forward with extra momentum and character to walk to the next phase. But the first thing you have to do is remove it, let it go, and then begin to take the necessary steps because the one step that you take, God will take care of the rest. <laughs> exactly. You've got to surrender that. And I love the, the Bible verse that says, you know, when we are weak, we are strong in and through Christ. So how would you define, Derek, your greater, greater? How would you define that? I define that my greater as or that level of success based upon me, the individual. If I'm being my authentic self and I'm being who I am, then that's me demonstrating my greater. My greater is not dependent upon wealth, not uh, fame or fortune or status quo, but specifically what God has called you to in this time and season, or what he's called you to. And so I believe my purpose is tied to me doing what I'm doing right now is to be a word of encouragement, to show people hope, and that's me being my authentic self. And I think when you're your authentic self and you're walking in purpose, then you're walking in what God called you to. And that's how we define success. That's how we define your greater, because it's really up to you, the individual, to define that and not anyone else. Mm -hmm. so yeah, and I love the way, and we've just got your book there in the background, Your Greater Is Right Now. And how often do we say, well, when this happens, when I do the next course, yes. when my website is up, when I've done that, and I love the way that you said, it is right now. Yes. I think so many of us, you, you know, you want the perfect moment. You want it to be perfect. You want it to be just right. And I don't remember anything being perfect or, or just right. And despite what it looks like, you really have to extend the faith to believe that the trajectory, the trajectory or the road you're on that is what God called you to. And everybody's pathway is different. And you can't equate your pathway to someone else's pathway, right? Mm -hmm. I would say, well, I should be here right now because I think John is over there and they're there right now. And so now you get to comparing yourself like I should be further along. Mm -mm. Stop that mentality and mindset right here and right now. Because that's a trick of the enemy who wants to defeat you from achieving your goal. Because in that place, when you're trying to compare yourself, then that becomes a self-defeat. And then before you retreat backwards. And now you're in a place where now you're kind of like, well, I'll forget about it. I I'll pick it up again next time. No, your season is right here and right now. Your time is right here and right now. And we yeah. got to go. Man, yeah. that somebody is waiting on your blessing, your talent. That's right. That's right. You, you've been uh, nurtured to a point and your your skills and, and, and gifts and talents have been honed in you to impart to someone else. And by us staying stuck, we're not doing that. That's a wonderful uh, insight that you've shared. And I know you've got some other practical tools and tips mm -hmm. too. What are some other things that we need to know to help us uh, step into our greater right now? So I would say one of the things I talk about in the book as well, too, is in chapter two, one of the things that had me crippled, Anne-Marie, I mm -hmm. mean, crippled was the fact that it, I talk about the different masks that we wear. And so many times we put on this facade of these different masks that it become like a real normal to us. 
And for me, it was the pleasing mask. That mask had me captivated and held hostage for years. And what I realized, Ann, was that um, it was even though when I traced it back to my childhood, I was still that same person in my childhood, still trying to, and then, and then moving to my adulthood, of trying to please others. And I would give 180% to everyone else or 200% and give little uh, to myself, like self-care, self-love. And what I realized that I was wearing this mask, oh my God, the weight. But when I began to release the mask and really see myself in the image and eyes of Christ, I realized that there was no limits nor no boundaries that I could achieve whatever I wanted to. As long as I kept my faith and trust in God, that he would always see me through. And I had to lean not on Derek's understanding, but God's understanding. And he, he illuminated my path. And so I will also say that you would need to adjust your lens, how you're seeing things, adjust it and how mm -hmm. you're seeing things, not from a negative standpoint, but a positivity standpoint. And look at those lenses of how you can adjust it to angle yourself and position yourself in the image of Christ and begin to take the necessary steps. And number three, write the vision and make it plain. Set goals, but set goals to, and in the book I talk about smart goals, setting these goals that will help you obtain the next phase. When you set the goals, set some, I call them smart goals, but they're known as smart goals, but they're um, specific and measurable and attainable. You want to make sure that it's not too grandiose or too broad, but very specific about what you would like to do and what you want to go and where you want to go. And then celebrate as you set those goals, celebrate the short-term wins because man, the short-term wins, wins builds your faith your faith and your confidence and momentum because it's the power to help you keep moving because you said, hey, I got to this step. I can breathe. Yeah, let's, keep, yeah. let's keep going. Let me move on to the next step. Let's keep going. And if I keep doing that, then I'll yeah. get to the coming. What I love about how you've reminded us to celebrate even the smaller wins, how often we forget to look back and see just how far we've come. Mm. And that's also our journey with the Lord, isn't it? You know, <laughs> it's like, can you turn around and just look back to see where you've come? And when we do that, we can celebrate and be grateful and have, you know, have that gratitude. And I know for many of us who are driven and we love the new projects and the goals of the vision, we're often go, 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 go. And it's a great reminder that, again, to check into here we are now. Let's celebrate how far we've come. Do you think that that, that is something that's over often overlooked when it comes to life and business? I think it's very much overlooked in business and, and, and life. And I believe that we're so driven by the, the end result, the end goal, that we, don't, we, we neglect to celebrate the short-term wins. And what I found in as a CEO, what I found as a, a career educator in administration um, is that when we begin to celebrate the short-term goals and the people that walk alongside you, it becomes a shared momentum and shared process. And in that shared momentum and a shared process, it builds a level of synergy that's unbelievable. 
And that synergy walks you through the next phase because, you know, once you get to step two, it may be some challenges there. But when you look at step two and you look at how the team conquered it, you look how you, the individual, were more than a conqueror. Then you're like, oh, my, I, hey, I cannot allow this obstacle, this hurdle, this situation to get in my way. I've got to press through because I know what he did in step one. He's going to show up in step two and he's going to make a way for me in step two. And I found that when a like minded individuals get in the same space and believe the same thing, your 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 goals are off to achieve those goals become off the chart because the growth that the individual receive, the growth that the company receives is immense. It is amazing what you will see how uh, your growth will happen during that time frame when you create that level of synergy. Yeah, uh, I love that. And, and that beautifully segues into, you know, some of the strategies you want to share and how to overcome obstacles, you know, despite the challenges. It's such a great reminder for us to be mindful in who we surround ourselves with, who mm. we hire as part of our team. And if you think of the analogy of a personal trainer, you know, you may be coming to the last mile of a, a long run. And if someone gets in your ear and says, you can do it, just a few more steps, you can do it, you've trained for it, you're reminded and you instantly kind of the spirit changes yes I can and I can go forward that's so important and similarly if mm -hmm. we surround ourselves with people who are not like that not empowering and not reminding us how far we come that can also keep us stuck too can't it it absolutely can I think you have to surround yourself with positive people who believe in the mission and the vision of where you're yeah. going because it's so critical to the growth and sustainability of your organization or company and um, when that level of buy-in, and I do believe it's a part of the leader's responsibility to cast a vision and to mm -hmm. make a shared vision, because I do believe in that shared work that everybody begins to buy in. Um, but when you have negative people or negative naysayers <laughs> in the yeah. You know, you have to be able to challenge the negative naysayers to see the positive aspect of where you're going, because yeah. they're always going to be. You're always going to have those that one or two percent that's going to be kind of like, ah, I don't know. But what I do believe is when they see success, oh my, their mm -hmm. change, their perspective change, and you know, you hear them talking about the success of the company, the organization, more than everybody else because they because they had such a negative perception or mindset and through yeah. the work it was changed and you know mm -hmm. when and mindset of change happens oh you can't stop talking about it you you because now you are a firm believer of, yeah. of the new and mm -hmm. one of the things that i've experienced in my own work in time uh, as being a leader um is making sure that i communicate that vision and shared vision and begin to bring people alongside me and walk. And the other aspect of a team is being bringing people that are sometimes smarter than you. You know what I'm saying? The the sign of intelligence yeah. <laughs> is not you've been the smartest one in the room, but who you surround yourself with that can help you move the vision. And that's mm -hmm. what we need to make sure that we do.
Yeah, love that reminder. So, so very important. Let's also incorporate uh, how faith unlocks the keys for Ooh. success because, you know, we've been through 2020 and I think 2020 has probably, you know, a um, long list of, of the challenges and stuff. But as Christians, you know, we have hope that, that it can hit the fan and we know that all will be good. And that is when the Lord can step forward if we believe him to do that and have faith to do that and come up with insights and blueprints and ideas that we would never from a humanly perspective be able to come up with. So first of all, for, for how would you define faith? And then let's talk about how it unlocks the keys to success, but also so when you have that strong faith, it really can help us look, you know, stare challenges in the face and say, not today, not today. In fact, I'm going to use that challenge and I'm going to use that as a stepping stone up to my greater. <laughs> so let's talk about that. <laughs> well, faith is the evidence of, of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Faith is hope. It, it, faith is hope in action, in real action time. And so how I that's how I define faith is uh, hope and action. And so in this season, in the pandemic, and, and I think one of the things in this pandemic, what faith has taught us is how to reinvent ourselves and not to be self-defeated by the things that we couldn't do because faith, because in this pandemic, we had to, we were limited in what we could do. And so some of our businesses and some of our CEOs and presidents had to really reshape and retool about how we were going to communicate, how we were still going to conduct business. What did that look like? How did it look like in a virtual reality, in virtual uh, in a virtual world? Um, how do we look like in education from a uh, virtual learning standpoint, remote learning? Um, what did we needed to do? But I think it believed it bred a level of ingenuity and creativity that allow us to be where we are today. And I think we're still evolving in that piece of where we are today. So I do believe that faith plays an important role because faith is a thing that, that breaks the barrier. Um, it helps you to believe despite the odds, despite what it looks like. And faith propels you and pushes you forward when everything seems to be hopeless or seems to be in despair because faith will come in and grab you and walk you to that next level of purpose, that next level of thought, that next level of creativity that you never thought that you had. And so faith is the, the greater you, the greater, the greater inner you working to project the greater out of you. And so it wants to do both inside and outside so that you can move to that next level in purpose. Yeah. As you are thinking about, you know, challenges in this business and as a leader of a business and many people who will be watching and listening to this recording are, they're the head of the business. And they, even if you've got a small team or a, a larger team, people often your team looks for you, you know, to you for direction yeah. for, for that. So as a leader, then it's important, I mean, you spoke about it before, to have a community where you can go as well, that people can input into to your life. What are some things that perhaps you did as a leader and maybe can share some insights for leaders today that when they are faced with those challenges, what are some key things that they can do uh, and just maybe just document as reminders to have in their journal? These are the things that I need to do because I know that they're going to strengthen me and enable me to carry, because sometimes that we need to do, 
the, the people who look to me through mm -hmm. some of those times of uncertainty because we really are. What are some insights that you might be able to share today? Absolutely. One I would say is number one is definitely have a prayer life. Um, I know for me that I wouldn't be able to sustain myself without the, the one thing is prayer. Being able to go and to pray to God, to seek God, his face, uh, to provide me with insight on how to move and what I should do is very critical to a success of anyone, whether you are a CEO, a leader, uh, a worker, but just praying is one thing. Number two is accountability. Um, having an accountability partner, being someone that you trust, I can say either accountability partner or a mentor in your life that you trust, that you can always go and kind of just, you know, unload, unleash, talk about mm -hmm. the things that um, are very important that you probably wouldn't tell your, your employees or anything like that, but someone you can confide in who can give you solid, oh, come on now, mm -hmm. solid information. Uh, who's going to pour back into you? Who's not? Who, who's going to pour back into you with positivity, but also willing to give you added suggestions on how you could, you know, change? Um, our mentors are not the ones who should be the ones to just kind of say yes to us, but also challenge our way of thinking. And I believe that our mentors should be able to challenge that way of thinking for us so it allowed us to self-analyze and then think about things and then come at it a different angle or different perspectives so that we can move to another level and be able to be the best for our um our, our workers and number three i would say uh, some type of physical activity i know people think it in COVID, but for me I know number three has been some type of physical activity that I can do. So for me, exercising, working out um, mm -hmm. has been very helpful in maintaining my mental, uh, my physical, and also my overall health. And so that was for me. And number four, lastly, I would say is find something that you enjoy do to kind of decompress. We all need a moment to simply decompress um, and just kind of hang out with family, be intentional in the moment. Um, and so that we can be kind to take a, a little bit of se do self-care. So that would allow us to kind of re-engage in a new way. Because when you're bombarded with every every different task and the responsibility of oversight, you know, we need a time where we can just kind of step away and decompress. And that level of decompression is good for the soul because it allows you to rejuvenate, to re-energize yourself. And now you're thinking like, okay, now I can come back much brighter, much more yeah. vibrant, and much more hopeful to give that to the people. Yeah. And you know what? Those points that you shared, I think it's so important in, in uncertain times. Mm -hmm. However, it's in, in life in general and business, isn't it? Prayer is so yeah. very important. The Lord yeah. wants to get involved. And I think if we can align the work that we're doing to the furthering of his kingdom, my goodness, doors are going to open that you had no idea were there. Like, let's just get in alignment with heaven. Um, I mean, we pray that prayer, you know, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Is that coming through in, in our businesses? But yeah. get a mentor, someone who can give you that look. Hmm, and, you know, all right, I know that. <laughs> because we're not going to learn and grow just like when no. we go to a personal trainer. We're not going to mm -hmm. get the six pack 
if by looking at the weights, are we? We have to lift them and stretch and, right. and things mm-hmm. like that. So, so important. And I love the way that you've said about, you know, other activities. What do you enjoy? Maybe there's a new yeah. hobby that you've been putting yeah. off because getting that balance I think is so very important. And, uh, you know, you mentioned your family too. Uh, that's really important too. And I think in that instance we become a well-rounded, balanced person and we're not going to be walking on eggshells so mm-hmm. that our family and those close to us have to feel like they're walking on tippy toes. <laughs> Because you know what, I've been there, I've, I've been there, and I've been because I am such a you know, an overachiever, you know, I wanted to be perfect, and I had to, and I, I still grapple in with this, and that's that work life balance because I would be totally immersed in my office, and I can be there 10 hours, 12 hours a day, I'm working because. You know, trying to get things done, but I really have to learn, and I've been learning that 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 thing of work life balance, and really kind of being intentional, right? Mm-hmm. And being in the moment, you know, my wife could tell you anytime she know when I'm I'm here, I'm there, fully present, but I'm not there mentally enough because when I get to say, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and she'd be like, "You ain't heard a word I said." Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> I think we all know that. I mean, that's, you know, the Lord has created us as entrepreneurial. We love all of those things, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, when our spouses are walking past our office, kind of, you know, you know, five minutes, my husband goes, yeah, I know you're five minutes. Anyway, look, I have loved our conversation and we really have scratched the surface. So share with people how they can get a copy of your book, how they can get uh, in touch with you. What's the best way for them to do that, Derek? Absolutely. Um, you can get in contact with me um, if you would like to purchase the book. Um, it's it's sold at every book to a retail uh, 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 retailer, which is Walmart, Target, Barnes and Nobles, Amazon. You can purchase the book. Your Greater Is Right Now by Dr. Derek Love. You're going to absolutely love it. Or you can go to my website at newhorizoninstitute.org forward slash your greater. And um, you can pick up a copy of the book on my website. Um, I will autograph that book and pray over the book before it's sent out to you. And so that's those are the uh, ways that you can definitely contact me. Um, and so I would definitely look forward to speaking with you. You can leave me a comment on my website or, or on my Facebook page, your greater Facebook page, which is Dr. Love. Uh, your greater is right now and leave a comment. Um, there's also kind of all all sorts of inspirational messages on the website, how you can order the book on both platforms, my website and also on Amazon. So feel free to stop over. I would love to hear your feedback. Um, I would love to see how God is blessing you with this amazing tool called Your Greater Is Right Now. Mm, fantastic thank you so much for coming on the show one of the things that i love to do is finish with prayer uh may i do that today as we finish up the show fantastic let's pray Mm -hmm. father god thank you for the opportunity to uh to speak to derek today and to find Mm -hmm. out that our greater is right now father he reminded us of so many important things you know leaning into prayer leaning into you seeking you and especially true when there have been challenges and uncertainty but father as he has reminded us, and as we know to be true, there is no such thing as uncertainty in and through you, Lord, because you have our futures mapped out 
out for us. You have our pathways mapped out to us. You have our callings there. And uh, when we lean into you, when we surrender our ways and replace them with yours and really seek you first, Lord, that is when uh, miracles can happen. Father, we just want to pray a covering and a prayer for the work that uh, Dr. Love is doing. Father, we ask you to bless the sales of his books, get this into hand into the hands uh, and, and bookshelves of everyone who needs to know that our greater is now. Father, you know, so often the enemy can lie and can deceit and dis to discourage and we just call, we just pull that down in the name of Jesus and say no more. 2021 is going to be the year of blessings. It's going to be the year of faith. It's going to be the year of hope. Our greater is now. So, Father, thank you for that wonderful reminder. We love you and we ask this all in the precious name of your son, Jesus. Amen. 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 <laughs> thank I'm, you so much for coming on the show. Thank you. Thank you. It has been a, a pleasure and an honor. And um, I want to say thank you once again and uh, for allowing me to be a part of your show. Wonderful. Well, thanks once again. And grab a copy. Your greater is now. <laughs> Bye for now, Dr. Love. Bye-bye. This podcast is brought to you by TheInfluenceAlliance.com. Want to influence real change with your message by becoming known as a trusted authority in your industry while building a sustainable and scalable business you love? Find out how by accessing our free podcast series at www.theinfluencealliance.com forward slash podcast series. That's theinfluencealliance.com forward slash podcast series.